everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you a, another podcast from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay, folks, uh, here in the United States, we had a long weekend. Uh, there was a holiday on Monday. It was a Labor Day holiday for the workforce. All those workers are given a holiday to unofficially end summer here in the United States. And it was a good day. It was supposed to rain, so I thought. But it was uh, like sunny and 75 degrees or warmer uh, during the day. It was actually a, a very nice beach day. Not that I not that I went, but it, it was a good beach day for sure. So I have uh, a lot of uh, information um, since Saturday, actually. Um, and there was some, some good items. Uh, in a gentle way, you can shake the world. And that was from Mahatma Gandhi. In a gentle way you can shake the world. Our friend Matthew Kelly was telling us the secret to the good life is goodness itself. You know, if you reflect enough on bitter things, you'll become bitter. If you reflect enough on joyful things, you'll become joyful. It's simple as that, it, you know what I mean, it, it's it's that simple, but generally our paradigms don't have us programmed uh, that way, unfortunately. The best question to ask is asking God what he wants from you. It's a great question. I've asked it, I have not heard back. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't that long ago, and I haven't been really paying attention too much because sometimes when you ask God questions, He responds to you in symbolic ways. Sometimes it's not just a overpowering voice. You know what I mean? It's it's in innuendos, and it can be from people you kind of dislike. So you got to pay attention. Um, because God is always communicating with us, always. Um, if you constantly compare yourself to others, then you'll never measure up to the person you want to become. And, and that's point blank. That's the way it is. And that's the honest to goodness truth. Uh, that quote was by P.G. Jr., otherwise known as Paul Jancarella Jr., which is myself. Uh, Sunday was a good day. Uh, love is an expression, a feeling, a decision, or a desire. It can be all of those things. You know, you can express love, you can feel love, you can decide to love, you can desire to love. That was another quote for me, by the way. And you don't have to be sorry for me to forgive you. If someone wrongs you, you can forgive them without them being sorry or showing remorse. 
Just remember that. It's great to forgive. That's another quote by me, by the way. I'm on a roll. Uh, and don't let yesterday take up too much time today. And that was by Will Rogers. And if you want to achieve greatness, stop asking for permission. Just get on with it. You know? And what seems to us as bitter trials are often blessings in disguise. So that loss of a job, that broken relationship, uh, that death of a loved one, as, as, as harmful, uh, excuse me, as heartbreaking as they are, they can also be a blessing to something bigger and better. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing when you experience it. That was Oscar Wilde that said that. And never underestimate the power of the combination of inspiration and perseverance. That one-two combo will take you places. It certainly will. And... Darren Hardy said on Monday, Are you working too hard? In place of this Labor Day holiday that we had celebrated, you need to wake up from your summer lull and get back to doing some real work, for crying out loud. And today is Labor Day, as I mentioned, which was yesterday in the United States, and everyone has the day off. Well, almost everyone. And the holiday came about from, you know, unsafe work conditions and, and labor disputes, believe it or not. And as I mentioned before, it's also the uh, unofficial end to summer. Kids go back to school, which means we need to really focus and get back to work. And this should really be an enlightening time and motivational period for us. So Darren says we'll see you on the other side of complacency which is the truth uh, I had a webinar yesterday a five-day webinar for from storytelling part of my public speaking uh, program that I'm taking part in and it really is insightful uh, and enjoyable uh, I'm really taking some good notes and getting some some great information um, the constant need for approval and acceptance is extremely unhealthy. Remember that. We need uh, to deny ourselves the ability to grow and develop confidence when we define our self-worth by the words and opinions of others. You know, and, and that's that's true. We need to be conscious of that. We need to be full of our own self-worth and not let others dictate how we think and how we opine. That was Harry uh, Pisanis. And try not to become a person of success but rather try to become a person of value. 
I said, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's, um, that's a good one right there by Albert Einstein. And Darren Hardy today, in his Darren Daily message, said, Why you are perpetually discontent. You know, we spend too much time of our precious time. We spend too much of our precious time in this state of perpetual discontent. Uh, that's not the case for everyone, but a majority of us, unfortunately. You know, we, we, we stay in a, a period of discontent, whatever it may be that's affecting us. Bad relationship, bad finances, uh, bad health. Uh, and that's not doing us any good. Kind of like the Israelites being um, freed from slavery, but never making it to the promised land. You know, they complained about everything. You know, and they were prevented from the promised land, Moses included. You know, and that gets into the shiny object syndrome. Um, you know, the shiny objects are just as culpable. Uh, our minds drift through life without a plan. We're looking for one greatest thing to the next. Uh, looking for the grass is always greener on the other side. No matter where you go, your discontented self will be there. <laughs> you know, so that's why we need to fix that. No matter where we are, in paradise or in prison, our discontented self will be there. So our best foot forward for sure. And don't waste your gifts. We are free and ha have the greatest opportunity in the greatest time to be alive in history. You know, what is one great thing about life right now for you? One thing that's great about your life. And you can come up with that for sure. You know, for me, I would say my relationship with God, my wife, could be better. My kids could be better. Well, even God could be better. But that's probably my relationship. Uh, that's what I, you know, am, am happy about. And it's 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 working working well. Um, what is one great thing about your life? And from there, hold it in your mind. Use that as a, a bargaining chip. Use that as an ability to 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 propel yourself to the next level. You know for sure. Today's story is a repeat story. Uh, I've mentioned this not that long ago, and I say that because I remember it. <laughs> you know, so if I can remember it, it definitely wasn't that long ago. Uh, the smart worker. You know, there was a woodcutter uh, who was looking for a job and was hired by this firm, and they um, liked what 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 he said in the interview and and hired him. And so he began. Um, chopping trees and the first day he chopped down 21 trees and he wanted to beat that record and the next day he chopped down 17 trees 
and he said gee something must be wrong so the next day he went out full force and banged it out and chopped down 10 trees and he didn't know what the heck was going on he thought he was hurt or sick or something but it turns out talked to his boss and his boss is like all right he's like how many times have you sharpened the axe he's like well i haven't so i was so busy cutting down the trees point well taken well your results are a direct result of your thoughts thinking that you don't need to sharpen the axe or not focusing on sharpening the axe can have a lot to do with it you know sometimes hard work isn't enough to carry success you must work smart and maybe the best fit for the job you may be the most in shape for tree cutting but you must also have the right attitude the correct insights and outlooks because without that you're all done you know it's it's the the, the bottom line there and the last thing I wanted to share with you today was a was a story that Darren Hardy uh, shared with me uh, a while ago and I don't know if it was on one of his emails or if it's one of his webinars but nonetheless uh, he interviewed the the um, CEO of the Ritz-Carlton and I forget which um, hotel he was at in the country but Darren was absolutely enamored with the fact that these folks that he ran into that were employees of the hotel were incredibly outgoing and friendly and he just he just loved that they were very accommodating uh, and it was it really stood out so to speak so during his interview he had asked the CEO you know how did you train your staff to become so friendly and the CEO kind of gave him a, a quizzical look of confusion saying what do you mean he's like well they're so accommodating so friendly so outgoing he's like yeah I, no we just hire friendly and outgoing people <laughs> you know what I mean as simple as that you don't have to reinvent the wheel here folks you know uh, you don't have to make an angry person a friendly person just be friendly to that angry person and move on to the friendly person you know and that's that's how life um, moves and today in the coaching storytelling um, public speaking five-day challenge I guess is what they're calling it uh, Les Brown um, spoke you know and uh, he had a, a lot of great examples you know he had an embarrassing moment with a public speaking engagement that he did and he was 
you know, very nervous and unprepared and was supposed to give a morning prayer and just basically said, you know, thank you, Lord, and, and sat down. And you could heard one woman murmur, the devil must have his tongue, you know. But he was embarrassed, mortified, and he was upset, and he went to talk to the pastor, and the pastor um, did not want to meet with him. So he got into his car, and he made a vow that he'll never, ever let this happen again. And he shared this story with his dentist, and his dentist said, I can relate, and the same thing happened to me, uh, and when I went into my car, I, I said, I'm never going to do this again. There's a big difference there. I'm never going to do this again, or I'll never let this happen again. Two different outcomes. You know, and he's saying, basically, to challenge yourself. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly at first. And that's a, a, a point well taken, you know. Uh, and he also says, connect first, and then correct. I think I mentioned this to you before. You know, you don't come out of the gates swinging, trying to correct somebody else. But instead, come out of the gates swinging to try to connect with your audience or somebody or whomever it may be first. You know, create the experience first and ignite the spirit you know and that's that's very well said uh, in, in that respect so I will leave you with that I wish you all a wonderful day in the meantime be well stay well and we will talk to you soon goodbye now